This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rebel Nation, it's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with your host, Gary Darby. Around fakes left, goes right himself, he's in the end zone, touchdown Ole Miss. Giving you the lowdown on the mighty Rebels for the past 25 years. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Make your voice heard, be part of the show by texting 662-426-1093. Touchdown! John Rice Plumley faked it to Connor off the left side, kept it around the end, and takes it to the powder blue house. 662-426-1093. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. And here's your host, Gary Darby. All right, my friends, we welcome you into the program. It is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I am Gary Darby in the studio with you. Post-Egg Bowl. How about it? 31-21, Rebs got the win, 10-2 on the season, 6-2 in the SEC, and now await whatever is next as far as a bowl game is concerned. We'll wait and see all of that after all these conference championship games play out along the way. Let me tell you what's on the program coming up here at about 610. We'll get with Harry Harrison of the Ole Miss Radio Network, as always, with Harry's Corner. We've got your text messages. We'll also get into, uh, really, there's not much of an injury report, but we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about having a, a good bit of time uh, before the next Ole Miss football game. And then we got Jimmy Hodge back on with us with Sidelines.Live in the back half of the program to talk about this entire Ole Miss football season, how it is gone, and what is next. The Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment, the good, bad, and ugly, all of that coming up with my guy, Chuck Roundsville, who's in the house. Hey, buddy. Hey, my man. How are you? <laughs> Traffic in Oxford. Who knew? Unbelievable. I'm telling you, I left my office, which is a, normally about a 10-minute drive yeah. here, at 15 after 5, and I just ran through the door. You saw me. That's right. That's right. You never know. People just sometimes can't drive. It's the way it is. Well, normally that's that's what you get at 5. You don't get that at 5.30. That's right. You know. That's right. Well, we're glad you made it. We're glad I felt like I was it. in Atlanta. Uh, that sometimes <laughs> it can be that way. There's no doubt about it. We also need to send our thoughts to our man, Gordon Ford. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, tried to battle back for some health scares and things uh, from last week. Uh he expects to be back with us next week, and we hope that's the case. Yeah, a good fellow, and uh, hopefully that 
his recovery is going to go quick. He's back home out of the hospital, so everything's headed in the right direction, Gary. I talked to him this afternoon at about 1.30. He said, I'm in the office trying to get some things together. I said, dude. Dude, are you get, dumb? Get out of the are office. Are you dummy? Get out of the office <laughs> and just take care of yourself. Come on, right? Gordon. Get, get out of the office. Take care of yourself. All right, Lane's thoughts brought to you by First South Farm Credit. Let's jump into that, and then Chuck and I have a lot to talk about. Because I, the, the thing to me is, what is it about this Ole Miss team that's made it special, that's made it win uh, 10 games on the year? And this is what the head coach had to say. I, I don't know. You know, I kind of call them blended family. Um, you know, it just kind of gets put together. Some have been here six years, you know, from the beginning, and some have been here one year, and they've come from all over the place. we got <clears throat> transfers, walk-ons, everything. So it's really cool to see them pick each other up. Every coach always says, you know, this team's a family, and they say that every year, and that's not really true. Um, so this is one of those unique years, unique teams they really are, and they protect each other like that and play for each other like that. And we heard Matt Carell say it after the game, too. Playing together, love each other, working for each other, whether it is Sam Williams, who admits, I've never been on a winner anywhere I've been before. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, shout out to him for being SEC Defensive Lineman of the Week. What a stud. Today. I mean, it's, he was the difference of the game, right? Corral could run. We had the receivers back, but Sam Williams controlled the line of scrimmage. Yeah, no question. And, you know, uh, people don't – a lot of times people don't take into account the importance of the intangibles. Yes. And this team had the intangibles. Where they may have been lacking here and there with the talent, with the athletic ability, they had the intangibles. And that's what Kiffin was talking about. And, and it's very apparent. And you, you are putting – and that's today's college world because I'm looking at text messages already – and it's a lot about transfer portal, transfer portal. Yeah. In today's world, you're having to match those guys. And we saw the major ones that made a difference mm-hmm. defensively with true freshmen, with two-year guys, or some guys have been around four, five, six years because of COVID, and you're trying to match a team together and produce what happened on the football It's field. free agency. Totally. It's the NFL free agency is all it is. And, you know, with, with the one-time transfer rule where you don't have to sit out, the, the uh, transfer portal – um, the graduate is, you know, the graduate portal, that type thing. I mean, it's 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 going to be flipping the roster a lot each year. I, I'm going to guess thirty to forty players different next year than there were this year. Without a without a doubt, and, and Ole Miss is going to have to have that with all these guys. You know, and we've already there's been a list of four or five today Ole Miss players who've announced they're going mm-hmm. into the transfer portal. Momo Sanogo being one of those yeah. and, and others. And so you're going to lose people because of that. You're going to gain in part of the recruiting class, uh, which which we'll get into and, and discuss middle of the show. I mean, almost half of it could be a running back from this school or that school, or we're seeing where coaching changes and people are leaving and yep. decommitting and things of that nature. The only thing that, that cautions me from – uh, you know, declaring that we're going to be as successful as we were last year in the transfer portal is that I believe everybody's going to start hitting the transfer portal now, and we're not going to be able to cherry pick quite as much as we were. That's where the NIL is going to come in, Gary. We've got to, Old Miss as a fan base has got to establish an NIL program uh, that's going to draw people here because it's going to be about money. Oh, sure. I mean, there's a reason that a football coach just left Oklahoma to go to USC, right? Yeah. Several reasons. Yeah. But part of it is, and I know there's oil money, there's all that stuff that Oklahoma has that could do something, but he knows I got money out in, in 
La La Land to keep those California guys who may be coming to Ole Miss and quarterback, right? That's right. And do those kinds of things. And you're going to be battling with a league that sent 13 of their 14 schools or will send 13 of their 14 schools to a bowl game this year. Who's the one that's not? (laughs) uh, That Vanderbilt's team? Is it? Is it? Cannon Motors is excited to be celebrating 65 years of serving you and your family. From the time my dad started Cannon Motors in 1957, our goal has been to provide you with the best customer experience possible. Allow us to continue to serve you by contacting Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford to bring home a new Tahoe or Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. All right, my friends. Rebel Yell Hotline. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Your text messages, get them in at 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. Several already in and asking questions, and uh, we'll be glad uh, to get those to you as soon as we get Mr. Harry Harrison. We'll uh, bring him on and do Harry's Corner as well, and uh, that's the time for me to say this, because we do have Mr. Harry on. is brought to you by Gateway Tire. They've been serving us since 1929, 54 locations, six states, as they like to say. Gateway Tire will go the distance for you. This man's gone the distance with us through football season so far. we got more to go. Harry Harrison, welcome back, my friend. Man, I told my crew the other night, I said, you know, the old adage, when, when you're having fun, time goes very quickly, doesn't it? And 12 games have blown by <laughs> in a hurry, but... Uh, Ten and two, that's all you can say. Uh, Harry, I know you're a defensive guy, and I I have maintained for the last seven or eight weeks that the difference in this team has been the defense. The offense is good. It's a, it's a Lane Kiffin-Jeff Levy collaboration and a good offense. But I'm telling you, we don't win ten games without this defense. 
No, no doubt, Chuck. They absolutely and what we saw them since really since the Tennessee game is what I thought we would see all year. It took a while, obviously, to get in that mode, and I, I, I still joked. I think Lang was holding out some of those blitzes in the in the Arkansas game, getting ready for Tennessee, knowing yeah. he had to go up there the next week. But for whatever reason, after that at that debacle that day of fifty two fifty one, we started playing great defense, brought pressure, tackling behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, it was a just a different different group, and of course, as a, as the year wore on, and uh, uh, our defensive ends just started making sack after sack after sack. And uh, hey, this is how it turned out. And uh, you know, State helped us a little bit first half the other night, a couple two or three drops that uh, I'm sure they would have liked to head back. Might have been you know difference going into the half, but they didn't make them, and we did. Yeah, and you know the the transfers uh, I thought were the biggest difference besides them changing the system, and then as you said, getting more aggressive about halfway through the year or a little little before that. Uh, but I mean, you, you're talking about Chance Campbell, Jake Springer, Otis Reese, uh, Mark Robinson, Tavius Robinson. I mean, that's a good group. Dean Leonard, yeah, De- yeah, Dean yeah. Leonard, another another Canadian. But you know, DeAndre Kyle Prince started- came back. That's correct. Obviously, when you start to look at that side, Chuck, there weren't many guys that didn't transfer back in there from somewhere. And now that you start talking about that, obviously Sam Williams was a JUCO guy. So really, if you look at that entire team, uh, who did we sign right out of high school? Uh, KD Hill. Obviously. <laughs> who, who was it? KD Hill. Uh, KD Hill and AJ Finley. Yeah. Uh, uh, God. Oh, Jalen Jones. And, well, yeah, and Jalen started part-time, and then we had the other uh, Smith, number 20, we signed him. Out Cedric Johnson. Yep, Cedric nice. Johnson we signed. Yeah, so, but you can say that the transfer portal, obviously, and, and JUCO transfer, all that uh, really made a difference on that defensive side of the football. There's no doubt about that. And it really started back, Chuck, you know, uh, Springer got hurt in the Louisville game, very first game of the season, got his shoulder knocked down. People say, well, what is that? Okay, well, it, the shoulder didn't respond. It went weeks and weeks and weeks and just couldn't respond. Couldn't couldn't lift five pounds over his head. And finally the strength came back, and he got back on par, and he made a huge difference there in the middle of the season. And down the stretch, number one was really terrific. Behind the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, because he, he was in, in the spring, if you went back and looked at the tape, he was the free safety. He was the guy 15 yards back there, and they moved him up. Uh, Dirk and that group saw that he was his aggressiveness, and they moved him up to the line of scrimmage. He really made a difference coming in the blitz and in, in, in tackles for losses. On, on that uh, defensive side, I've been amazed at the improvement from Sam Williams. I mean, last year he was okay. This year he's been phenomenal. He has, Chuck, and I think, you know what, I think it all started right there between his ears. I think Sam, you know, had some negative things happen to him last year uh, at, at birth of a son. I think he grew up and all of a sudden decided, yeah, I got a chance to make some money maybe at this next level, and I got a chance to be good at this level, and uh, I want to do better than I did, and I think it all started right there. Physically, you know, he might have gotten a little bigger, a little stronger, but I think mentally and emotionally his whole attitude changed. But, you know, what was amazing to me was he made at least half of his sacks when we were just rushing three. I mean, and he was yeah. double, He was being double teamed. I mean, and he just blew through them and, and made the play. I mean, that's that's athleticism. It is. There's no doubt about that. And, and of course, if you go back just to last Thursday night, uh, he found a little honey hole over there on number 78, Lashley, the right yep. tackle. The left tackle, a little bit different uh, animal. He's 67, uh, Cross. 
uh, you know, they talk about him being a, a first-round pick. And Good so, player. A little, little bit different trying to rush off of him, although – uh, I don't think Sam got a sack off that side, but Tavius Robinson got some hurries off, off the cross side. And, again, cross got flagged for holding one time with Sam coming around the outside. But, you know, by and large, it was a great group effort. Everybody would kept pushing that pocket. And as soon as we made Rodgers just get uncomfortable, he just moved out of the pocket. He just didn't throw it very well on the run. You know, Harry, the, both Lane Kiffin and the players were asked this after the final game of getting to 10-2, and two, the regular season 10 wins, and when they saw that this team had the potential to do it. As you were sitting in the booth week after week after week, when did you realize, you know, this team is capable of winning against anybody on a given Saturday? You know, uh, Gary, going through the first three games, I thought offensively we were capable of scoring on anybody, right? And then we run into that buzzsaw after the week off called Alabama, and we just didn't play well. I think I don't know if we got intimidated going in there. Uh, defensively, we were not back uh, at, at par where we, we went, were during Tennessee week uh, as far as stopping the run and really slowing down the run. And Alabama just ran it right at us and had a big day doing it. And then our offense, you know, very first possession, we get it down inside the 10 and fourth and inches and don't get it. They make a big play and stop us. And uh, so that day we just got, uh, as it got worse and worse, you know, it went up 42-21, but really the game was worse than, than the score was being. But after that, you know, after that we, uh, and then we had Arkansas the next week and defensively, you know, we just go in after the Arkansas game, just scratch your head and go, how are we going to stop anybody? And then the light comes on guys. We get to Tennessee and all of a sudden we're, we're blitzing. We're making tackles behind the line of scrimmage with those outside backers. We're, we're stunting and twisting and doing all the various things that I thought we would see. Springer was back for that game, played very well in that game. And from that point forward, I thought, we're going to be a complete team now. You know, the, the, the issue with that, Harry, though, that statement is we really weren't a complete team because our second-half offensive production for about four or five games there was pitiful. So, well, really, the defense carried us. It, it, it was, Chuck. But th- during the center of the season, obviously, Matt got hurt in the Tennessee game. Right. Kind of willed us that night. But after that, he's playing on one leg after that for several weeks. Obviously, we lose Mingo after Tulane, uh, breaks a bone in his foot. He's out for weeks and weeks, maybe seven, six or seven weeks. And then uh, Braylon Sanders was, you know, he was warming up on the side during the Tennessee warm-up, and I'm thinking, this is not looking good. He plays a quarter. And then Drummond gets nicked up, and all of a sudden, hey, we got three really good ones, and they're all over there watching. So I, I get it. Yeah, offensively, we didn't, we weren't as productive as we would have been earlier on. But I think a lot of it had to do with injury. You can see Thursday night getting Matt Corral back on both feet, and his ability to run the football with that, with the draw, and, and just breaking out of the pocket and and making things happen. I mean, that, that's a difference really in, in the offense the last few weeks in the second half, Chuck. You know, you know when I knew we were going to win that game again in the Egg Bowl is when I when Matt Corral ran the ball and he didn't slide. I said, I said, this game is over because this boy is not going to lose this game. No, he was going to put us on his back regardless, but he had plenty of help that night. Didn't have to. Sure, uh, sure. uh, Yeah, you know, he's just quite a competitor. I've told the story before, but his dad said he was a linebacker up through the eighth grade and uh, had that mentality. And it just continued to carry on with him, hopefully will to the next level. He he was going to make somebody a good player at some stop in the NFL. You know, Harry, but there there are – different kinds of players uh there are players that 
you know, their their team makes them better, and then there are players that make their team better. He's one of those guys that makes their team better. I mean, he 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 can carry a team, and that's that's what's impressive. Like a Eli Manning, or um, I don't know, we've had several through the years, but he he's in that echelon to me. I think you're exactly right. I think you're exactly right, Chuck. And I think what's really is is, is elevated for, for Matt is, is the leadership qualities. Really, if you go back and look, last year was the first year he really played significant yeah. snaps. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you go back to 19, his most significant time in that year was uh, the fight in the end zone against Mississippi <laughs> State and Oxford yeah. when uh, somebody you know, was late hit on A.J. Brown. And then, it, obviously, in 19, we, we switched completely and go with Rich Rod, and that didn't fit Matt as well as it fit John Rice. But in the state game over there, when we finally said, hey, we got to throw the football uh, in Starville, you know, in 19, obviously he came in and did a terrific job, got to stand there and scored. Of course, we all know what the outcome of that was. But last year was really his only significant snap. So you're talking about a guy that's only played two years, you know, significantly. And so that, that, that and so his leadership ability obviously accelerated this year, Chuck. All right, buddy. We appreciate you being with us again, Harry. Man. We'll catch you somewhere down the road. Time's up. Well, Thanks, we're Harry. We're going to go watch some hoops now, but we're going to be somewhere in a big city come January 1st, right? There you go. Thanks, Terry. Bye, bud. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury, leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Lawsuits have been filed by parents of premature babies who died or were seriously injured of necrotizing enterocolitis after being given Similac or Enfamil infant formula. The law office of Dan Mars is currently accepting necrotizing enterocolitis cases in all 50 states. If your child was injured or died after being given Similac or Enfamil baby formula, please call the law office of Dan Mars immediately for free consultation at 1-800-650-2152. That's 1-800-650-2152. Cannon Motors is excited to be celebrating 65 years of serving you and your family. From the time my dad started Cannon Motors in 1957, our goal has been to provide you with the best customer experience possible. Allow us to continue to serve you by contacting Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford to bring home a new Tahoe or Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. My friends, 
Text message line is 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. And our text messages are presented by Canon Cleary McGraw. We'll talk a little bit about a few things, and so here is one of them. We were talking about this earlier. Chuck, the text from the 903 area code is, I realize it's an estimation, but how many players do you think we get in the transfer portal? Ooh, I'm going to guess if everything goes well, I'm going to say – 10 to 12. That's, I'm thinking double digits are yeah. a minimum, yeah. right? Yeah, because, a because we're going to lose that many. Um, you know, some kids that see the handwriting on the wall that they're not going to play much. They, they want to go to schools where they can play, and you can't blame them there. They're, they've got the opportunity of the uh, free transfer year. So uh, best of luck to them, and then best of luck to us getting in the transfer portal. <laughs> By the way, I'll give you a, a little uh, a little plug here on 3.com with uh, the Ole Miss spirit if you want to. Ben Garrett did a pretty good job of laying out today the recruiting, what they're looking for, how many they're looking for, mm-hmm. possible transfer portal people. So shameless plug for me to you on yeah, the old well, Ole Miss spirit. Yeah. <laughs> OMspirit.com. And uh, I, Ben and Zach Berry, we've got two people that work recruiting full time, so – if you want to know something, oemspirit.com. It's there. Include, you know, it's talking about the latest and greatest that entered the transfer portal today from mm-hmm. uh, high five-star running backs and different things that are looking for homes or quarterbacks or whatever. Go check it out. Here's another one from the text message line at 662-426-1093. This one from the 662. If Arch Manning is the number one recruit, uh, would he be so if his name was Arch Jones? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I was told by uh, an NFL scout that happened to watch some of his film when he was down in New Orleans that, that he's a five-tool guy, that he doesn't have any weaknesses, that he is young. He's 16 years old. So to place him in that five-star uh, height, you know, that, that echelon of player, he said, thought might be a little ma- immature. I mean, premature because he's he needs to get stronger, you know. He needs to mature, but he said as far as the, his tools, yes, he's a five star. Well, I mean, he's got plenty of people to follow a game plan, right? Yeah. With uncles that, yeah. Have, yeah. that have gone through it, grandfather and father was a great athlete in his own right yeah. until you know think things happened with him in the early college years. Genes, genes are important. They're good. <laughs> the DNA has been kind. Yeah. To it, for me, if you ever see a picture of me, genetics unkind. <laughs> me too. Unkind. Short, bald, got glasses on, <laughs> take pills for almost everything. Chuck. Yeah. yeah. Unkind. Arch Manning, kind. Yeah, very, very kind. Yeah, but you're smart. Uh, well, no, <laughs> I pretend. Yeah. I, I found the one thing that people said I could do, and I've made thirty years out of <laughs> flapping my gums, talking about things along the way. All right, the other one is what got into Mac Brown Thursday night. It was like the state kick returners had talked bad about his mama. <laughs> says, <laughs> says says Walt. I think he was just excited to get that chance. Well, he was laying some wood. He did, he? didn't he? And Talking smack on the way back across. And and nothing to lose. You sure? You know, he, he's in his last year. He's probably been begging them for the last three or four weeks, put me just, on just the kickoff once. team, you know, put me on the punt team. And they finally said, well, go ahead. And then he he put some lumber. He laid some lumber. Well, and, and important, right? I mean, considering mm-hmm. the kicking situation and the mm-hmm. way it went, we've got to give Kale Nation a little shout-out to Oh, him. big shout-out. You out. know, I mean, he came in and did the job. Yeah. It had to be that first kick. 
right? Because you got to remember, he kicked the first extra point against and, and missed it badly, and haven't seen him since. Yeah. And then you come back and it's that game, yeah. in that environment, yeah. pressure. You know, and 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 he looked great. He Every, scored seven points, yeah. and we won by ten. Right. So, <laughs> so I mean, pretty important. That without a doubt, very important <laughs> along the way. And so, shout out there. I will say too that uh, when we were doing our last tailgate show in the Grove, Max Dad came over and spoke. And yeah. I think he was taking a trip through everything, I think, one final time. Uh-huh. And it was just, you know, this show's been good. And they're talking about Richard and, and, and the, the pregame with, with Brett Norsworthy and then on to Kellum and everything. And what a great experience it has been for a punter and a punter's family. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's done a heck of a job. I, I, I think inside the 20, he's as good as we've ever had. And then his off-the-field stuff that he has done sure. raising money for ALS has sure. just been tremendous. A lot of money. Yeah, a lot of it. Good so, for him. Uh, I, I was having fun. You know, I, I was having fun kind of through him, you know, because it's a guy that we haven't seen. Sure, right. you've watched Sam Williams. You've watched other guys hit guys. Kickers very rarely. That's you're right. like, oh, man, the kicker's <laughs> making the tackle. He, he came on strong through those <laughs> yeah, two. Looked like a linebacker. There's no doubt. All right, we'll be back with another program in your text messages later on at 662-426-1093. Chuck, we really don't have a lot of injuries to talk about. By the way, I'm going to send you to Cannon Cleary McGraw's website, ccmoxford.com, for homes, lots, land, condos for sale in Oxford. Check it out. The Rebel Injury Report is from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And I guess the good news is, Chuck, we have about – a month yeah, for so, everybody to heal up. I, I mean, you know, Bingo still struggling a little bit, but uh, uh, in a month he's going to be fine. Um, you know, you got uh, Futashin. Uh, oh, gosh, I lost my place here. Uh, in, anyway, nothing that can't be except Ben Brown that can't be uh, healed in, in, a, in a month. So I, I, I don't think there's just – there's just not that much to it. Well, and a text message quickly came in. It leads me to this one, too, because Matt Corral was asked if he was going to play in the bowl game. He says, I'm healthy. I'm going to play. Now, we'll have to wait and see, you know. I mean, well, here's what the thing. happens. Here's the thing. If this was the Compass Bowl in Birmingham, <laughs> right. Matt Corral wouldn't play in that, and I wouldn't blame him. He's he's risking being a first. But to play in the Sugar or the Peach or, you know, a, a New Year's Six uh one of the access bowls, yeah, he'll play. And I guess from what we're all understanding and hearing, right, Alabama wins and stays in that top four, almost probably a, a Sugar Bowl participant. If not, Atlanta may be what's calling. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think that's kind of almost etched in stone it, that uh, if Alabama wins. Some people think if Alabama plays close that they would stay in the college. I don't. I don't think a two win this year. Is I don't. Stay if in. Oklahoma State wins, beats right. Baylor, they would have beaten the top ten Baylor twice and right. Oklahoma in their last four to five right. games. I and think they they, get they, it. they they just can't keep knocking Cincinnati out. I mean, you know, I mean, I, they should as much but, as they want to. Yeah, right? and you know, and there's there's some bias throughout the country about the college football playoff. And the SEC. I mean, they're sick of the SEC. I agree. But I think that uh, they're going to get another one, uh, raising the big one Yeah, with Georgia. All right, we got Ole Miss talk. Jimmy Hodge comes up on the other side with Sidelines.com. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen light it up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. 
Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove. Beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your Ole Miss fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Howdy toddy, gosh almighty. Hello folks, Sleepy Steve's here with Sleepy Steve's Wholesale Furniture and Mattresses. We're a large supplier of mattresses and furniture. Come see us for all your furniture needs. 1218 Sunset Drive, Grenada, Mississippi, 711B, West Park Avenue. Go Rebels, and remember, it ain't easy being sleepy. It ain't easy. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. 
Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Right, so still trying to effort things with Jimmy, our man Rhino, doing that work. Hope you have Jimmy on from Sideline.Live. He does a podcast. We've had him on a couple of times talking about things nationally along the way. And we will hope to have him coming up here uh, in just a few minutes. But, Chuck, uh, back a little bit on this this season. You've been around Ole Miss football. I've been around it. You've obviously covered it deeper and whatever than I have along the way. Let me ask you as you went through this season. I mean, did you foresee 10 wins? No. No, no. I thought we'd be a good team, but I thought eight, maybe nine was the ceiling. I I, I just couldn't see ten. But now I'll say this, um, I didn't realize that, that LSU wasn't going to be very good. I didn't realize that Texas A&M was going to be pretty average. Um, I, I was worried about those two games, and when we were able to pull those off, I said, hey, ten is real. You know, yeah. ten is real. Uh, preseason, though, it was hard to tell, hard to know that that, and uh, and I think, I think when Arkansas didn't make the two pointer to win the game, that it turned this season completely around uh, for these rebels in terms of confidence, togetherness, unity, you know, leadership, the whole what we were talking about earlier, the intangibles of football. They needed something like that to happen, and when it did, I think it propelled us to better things. And frankly, I believe if we hadn't had those injuries, I could be wrong, but I think we beat Auburn and we're eleven and one. I really do. Sure. I think we're in the college football playoff picture. <laughs> I, I may be stupid, uh, but no, I, you would definitely if you're nine right now. And we'll see what it is tomorrow where you're probably going to stay about nine. You'd definitely be up three or four spots. Yeah. You'd be up there in a Notre Dame situation yeah. waiting and seeing what goes on. Yeah. And, and you know, like I said, in my opinion, I, I don't think Matt Corral's going to win the Heisman Trophy, okay, because there's a regional bias. There's a let's go with the guy that's undefeated type thing with Stroud or Bryce Young or, you know, they split the South is going to split the votes too much, in my opinion. But in my estimation, he's the best football player in America. Now that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean he's going to win the Heisman. It it hardly ever does. I mean, we've we've had three Mannings that didn't win it that I thought <laughs> should have won it. Archie and Peyton and Eli, I thought all should have won it, um, and they were all number one picks in the NFL right? And, right. and had good careers in the NFL. But for my money, pound for pound, I wouldn't trade him for any player in America. And, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Oh, there, there's, there's no doubt. The system fit him. Everything fit him. You know, Harry was talking about, you know, the first time we saw him was in that end zone after A.J. Brown got hit and whatever. And it was – I saw him that night, and I've said to people – he tried, and look, he had some older offensive linemen and things. This kid hadn't played, but he was yelling at him and getting on him that night mm-hmm. in a game which was out of hand. I could tell he could be a leader when it was his team if he got that chance. But I want to say this. I don't think he's a system quarterback. 
I think he's a guy that can fit in the NFL. He, I think he can play like Drew Brees. He's got that type of arm. You don't have to be 6'5 to play quarterback. I mean, it helps, obviously, but um, Drew Brees make a heck of a living. Brees did. Kyler Murray's doing it Kyler in Murray, the NFL now. You know, I don't think that he can run like he does in college in the pros. I think he'll get busted up pretty good unless he puts on 15, 20 pounds. And even then, he's going to have to be careful. But uh, he can throw it with the best of them. You will have to slide in the NFL. No question. <laughs> no question. You won't be lowering your head. No question. And Not if he stuff. wants to stay out you there. You do have to slide uh, and do that. So and, then, and then, you know, I, I don't think, uh, even though I think he's the guy that carried the brunt of the load and he was the catalyst for the team, I don't think I gave and or hardly anybody else gave the supporting cast uh, the credit that they deserve. I was scared to death going into the year that there was going to be nobody to replace Elijah Moore. And here comes Dontario Drummond, a guy that caught 24, 25 passes last year, caught 67 this year and missed a game and was hobbled in two of them. Right. I mean, come on. Uh, Fantastic year. And and a guy that, uh, for me, I said Matt Corral is the most valuable player. I think Dontario Drummond was the most valuable offensive player. Um, you know, uh, Matt Corral was the most valuable of both of them, but if you're giving out awards, you want to split it. Sure, absolutely. And I, I too, want to talk about an offensive line who went yeah. through it, right? Yeah. From injury after injury, and, you know, one one part you might be uh, playing right guard, the next time you might be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Acker comes in late in the season when he finally gets some time. I mean, they pieced it together. That offensive line held strong for, for most of the year. Well, I, th- I think that once Ben Brown went out, that they started leaning on their two tackles, veteran tackles, Jeremy James, Nick Broker, and I think both those guys are unsung heroes of this team. They, they protected Matt for the most part. Part they were a huge part of a of a great rushing team. I mean, we rushed for over twenty five hundred yards. Um, Four guys over five hundred. Yeah, and, and if you combine our three running backs into one guy, they're the leading rusher in the nation. Eighteen hundred and fifty five yards. There's a, a freshman out of Central Michigan that's got seventeen hundred, and then Kenneth Walker the third, who I think is a tremendous back, sixteen hundred and twenty something like that. Our guys combined for 1,855 yards, not counting Matt Corral. So, who didn't run for a couple of games himself, yeah, right? Yeah. Because of the ankle. And if it if hadn't been for sacks and, and tackle behind the line, he would have led the team in rushing with Crazy. 720 yards. You know, all of that and just, just going through and thinking, you've talked about the defense so much. They've forced since Lane Kiffin's been here. And I know statistically it's been bad at times. Turnovers in 19 out of 20 games. I mean, they're giving you the ball, too, and that's been big uh, throughout some of these wins and things that we have seen is that defense. And go back to the points. I go back, too, and you look at the – it was some crazy – like, out of these 12 games, I mean, other than, all right, Alabama got up there, I think Auburn scored, but it was 24 or less in six or seven or yeah. eight and of that's the a winning. In these days, that's a winning effort. That's huge. No question. No matter what the yardage is you get, yeah. if you're able to do that, and it, it was so big, four of 14 – for third downs for Mississippi State on Thursday night. Yeah. Ole Miss was 11 of 18. Yeah. That's the difference in the game. Sure. And look at Texas A&M. Um, Ole Miss couldn't score in the second half until we got a pick six and another interception That's deep, right. you know, right. down at the, what, the 15 or so. 
and and kicked it in there. So that and that was the only points the offense scored. They were set up by the defense, you know. So uh, I, I, you know, Jeff Levy is a great offensive coordinator, and I hope Keith Carter and Lane pay him <laughs> and keep him and yada yada yada. But for my money, this year, uh, DJ Durkin is the assistant coach of the year. Uh, from where the defense was last year to where it is this year. You, you can't congratulate him enough. If you don't adapt, you don't survive. That's right. And and he did. They changed. Right. And at first, well, everybody wanted to get out of the system mm-hmm. early in the year, even though you were winning some games. Well, I didn't want him to get out of it, but I wanted him to be more aggressive with it. That's the truth. <laughs> Without a doubt. I mean, I think there's a place for the three two six in today's football because a lot of people air it out. But I don't think there's a place for five in the box on a rundown. I just, I mean, that's that doesn't add up. Sure. And, and I, and they, and as Harry said, after the Arkansas game, they've got more aggressive with their run blitzes, their twists, their blitzes, uh, and and it paid off. Springer being in that lineup, and look, Lane said it from a very early point. He is a huge difference because then, yeah. you know, you can move other guys where they're supposed to be and not this piecemealing without mm-hmm. him. And number one was a big reason that defense was good. No question. And he called him the Matt Corral of the yeah. defense. Uh, I'm not so sure I agree with that. He's a heck of a player, but I thought Chance Campbell was the Matt Corral of the defense. And then, of course, on the line, Sam Williams was just an animal, a beast. Um, and that that's 15 sacks. I mean, come on, man. And Chance Campbell was over eight tackles a game. Yeah. It's sad we've only got him. And the, and the unsung the hero of this whole thing, to me, on defense was Mark Robinson. Robinson, yeah. What a great – I mean, he went he went a string of four or five games where he got 12, 14 tackles a game. Right, and we know the story, right? He was at SEMO, asked uh-huh. his mom, can I come down there? He was a running back. Yeah. He wasn't a defensive yeah. guy. Yeah. He doesn't look like a, a running back now, though. He's put on some weight, and obviously he's – He's done some good things. Let me ask you this. Let's shift in gears a little bit. Right. Uh, a lot of, not a lot, but several big openings coming. Oklahoma, LSU, Florida, speculation, maybe Miami. Um, that's that's some big openings. Yep. Napier to Florida. Yep. That is that that's accomplished. The Miami thing is interesting because they don't have an they don't have an AD. Right. And they, Diaz may win eight games. He absolutely might if he wins the bowl game. So I, I don't see how you fire him if he wins eight games. Right. And so I think it's they're going to hire an AD first, mm-hmm. and I think the, he gets another year, and then that AD can fire him. They just didn't want the current one to make their decision. It that's looks, what I've been told from yeah. the, the people that I know. It, and it looks like LSU can't. Can't find a coach can't get that wants guy, the job, right? Is, you think it's because of all the trouble that's happening that's, down there? I mean, that's the, what I the mean, turmoil. I think so. Brian Kelly at Notre Dame's the latest name, but he's never coached down south. He's yeah. never not, not that. Look, if you can coach and recruit, you can probably go anywhere and Why win. Why would he leave Notre Dame for right. LSU? Well, I mean, LSU's a they're, they're a potential powerhouse. There's no question sure. about that. But there are issues down there, right? Big now. issues, but uh, you know. People will say, all right, Les Miles won a national title there. And Osheron won a yeah. national title oh, there. There's no question. So it can be done. But I just the things that, that the discussion, and if not, they Aranda would have already walked back from Waco to Baton Rouge mm-hmm. if there wasn't something, right? Because yeah. he was yeah. on that staff yeah. that went unbeaten and knows everything about it down there and what you can do. And he says, I'm going to stay at Baylor. Yeah. I mean, something's wrong. Something's wrong <laughs> to me. 
no so, doubt. Something is wrong. And what about Oklahoma? I mean, uh, boy, and here's the thing I was reading right before we got doing the show. Riley said Saturday night after the game. He wasn't going to LSU. Wasn't going to LSU. <laughs> but then he heard that USC was interested. He took a short, like, two-hour or three-hour nap, got on a Zoom call with USC Sunday morning, and he's in Hollywood Sunday That's night. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? And, and, like, I've seen video of the television stations who caught five or six assistant coaches in the dark, catching planes, leaving Norman, and headed to Los Angeles, wow. that it just happened, boom, 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 there it was. And that's where we are now. Like yeah. Washington filled theirs with the Fresno State guy just moment, about an hour or two mm-hmm. ago. Uh, so, I don't know, you look, LSU is down. Jimbo says no. Riley bumped to the West Coast. Yeah. Aranda said no. Now they're shooting Mel for, Tucker said no. Tucker said no, and he got big money to stay yeah. in, in at Michigan State. And then State. lost 56 or 7 the next <laughs> week. Isn't that unbelievable? <laughs> so there's something, right? Yeah, there's yeah. something that – and I, I think, too, even with going to USC, you had to ask the question if you were Lincoln Riley, what's my – because they, they've got some sanctions that could come down on, on them maybe, mm-hmm. too. What is it? And, you know, I mean, LSU really can't give them – a set answer, yeah. Because you, 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 as a head coach, take a job and then, well, you've only got fifteen scholarships total this yeah. year yeah. and next year, yeah. And you could stay at Notre Dame, or I could stay in Waco, mm-hmm. or as Jimbo said, you know, I've got a top five recruiting class coming to Texas A and M. It's it's crazy how he it all can't moves. coach him if he gets them. I've never seen anything like that. They're paying that dude almost $200,000 a week yeah. to go 8-4 and four and should have gone 7-5. and five. Well, the number came out like Kevin Sumlin that they fired. Yeah. Same amount of games that Fisher has now been there. He won the exact same number. And they fired him. For $17 million less. <laughs> I don't get it. And, I don't and, get and it. had more Power 5 wins. Yeah. Than Jimbo, I don't get it. I really don't. But but let me say this: there's two things. You always, whenever a coach leaves a place, people say, "Oh, he didn't have any loyalty." But let him lose, and we're not gonna have any loyalty either. <laughs> oh, no. We want his ass gone, <laughs> absolutely in a heartbeat. <laughs> and and so that's what's evolved in the fandom coach relationship. There there is no loyalty. Okay, either way. So so let's not let's. Cut the crap. I mean, you know. I I learned a long time ago, too. um, If I could take a job that's going to better me and my family, I'm going to go take that job. Yeah. And if I think that is tomorrow, (laughs) you know, and something comes up, then then I'm going to do it. So I don't begrudge guys who want to do that. I'm just glad now that players can – I don't like all the transfer, 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 but if situations aren't good for a kid, then that family needs to make what's best for them, too. There's no doubt about that. And, and you know, and it's just one of those things that you, you sit back and you scratch your head. Part of this, and it, this may not be Lincoln Riley's reason or not, but they look into the future, and if they see that things aren't probably aren't going to be any better, they, they can start over with a new contract at another school, sure. and, they're, and they're on their honeymoon phase again. You know, and coaches love that honeymoon phase. Where, where it's the first two years, doesn't matter what they do, they can draw their five, six, eight, ten million dollars a year, and you know, and then worry about winning three years from now. <laughs> you know. Well, and that was a lot that was said about Lincoln Riley leaving. 
Yeah. Because at Oklahoma, they were the team you had to go get in the Big 12. Yeah. Now he's coming into this league in a couple of years, Oklahoma will, where they may lose two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Some seasons mm-hmm. could get on down to seven and five, no matter. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing it with A&M and all the money they're pumping in. We just had that conversation. Yeah. yeah. LSU fell backwards. Six and six. Yeah. You know, it can happen to the best Auburn. of them. You know, Auburn. <laughs> there, there, there aren't many constants yeah. in this league. So, so let's, let's backtrack to, to Saturday. I know you watched Auburn and Alabama. Yes. How in the world can you dominate somebody for 58 <laughs> minutes and then the last two minutes – you quit what you were doing, which is pressuring Bryce Young, mm-hmm. and drop back, and he beats you when you're in a prevent from the three yard line. What what is, what is it with coaches that they lose their minds sometimes? Just outthink themselves. Yeah, right? just outthink themselves. Continue what you're doing. That was the formula. It's there now. They sacked him seven times and, in the first fifty eight minutes and caused him to throw the ball away. away. Should have been a couple of grounding calls. Was yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. Whatever. We get yeah. that. But they made him do. Th- Things he wasn't comfortable doing. Yeah. Georgia is and in not the last two stop. minutes, they just let him stand back here and pat right? the ball. And at the same time, go for two, Harson. I mean, what's the difference yeah. in going to Tennessee, I agree. Memphis, or Nashville? Yeah, I agree. You had a chance to beat them. Go yeah. for two. Yeah, your quarterback was on one leg anyway. Yeah, he was beaten up. Yeah, no there was question. no way getting overtime was good for you. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I, I think Auburn fan would have been happier with him going for two. I, I promise you this, Lane Kiffin would have gone, for, gone two for two there. No, no doubt, doubt about, about that. that. All right, my friends, we're back to finish up our program. It's called the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang on. Arcade Oxford's newest place to eat, drink, and play is excited to say that we are now open for lunch. Starting at 11 a.m., seven days a week, we are now open for lunch. And yes, we have the burgers. Yes, we have the wings. But have you heard about them awesome carne asada fries, steak and shrimp fries, or the awesome fajita fries that everyone has been raving about? If not, you need to get the joysticks, man. Call 380-5249 or come see us at 1801 Jackson Avenue West, right across the street from Dairy Beach. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Please take me back home to Mississippi. We'll be back with you next week to talk Please further about things because we'll know where Ole Miss will be playing that bowl game. We'll have that idea, and we could talk about that and the opponent next Monday night. So we hope you're back with us. And remember, it's 662-426-1093 for any text messages along the way. Gary and Chuck with you for just a, a few more minutes. The red and blue chips recruiting segment, you would have to think, is getting better thanks to wins <laughs> along yeah. the way. Yeah. And it's presented by Go Orthodontics. Since 1976, they've been giving us those friendly, affordable smiles in Oxford, South Tello, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. Well, the big news yesterday was that uh, 2023 linebacker Sunderine Perkins committed to Ole Miss. He's the number one prospect in Mississippi for 2023. He's out of Raleigh, Mississippi, and Shea Hodge and, and Dante Moncrief are the ones that have been training him. So uh-huh. he, he's got uh, Ole Miss connections, and, and they paid off. They got they got a commitment. Uh, 22 offensive tackle Percy Lewis was the top-rated JUCO Offensive lineman in the country uh, was visited by Nicks, Lane, and Thornton. Went to see his parents and grandparents in Kosciuszko, and then they flew to Gulf Coast Community College right after that to see Percy. His official visit is now December 13th. Uh, Mississippi State's also on him pretty hard. He decommitted from Oregon a couple of weeks back. Uh, 22 offensive tackle Cam East out of New Orleans, who's a Mississippi State commitment. Lane had a home visit with him Sunday. Um, he says he'll now wait until February to sign. He took an official visit to Ole Miss for the Liberty game. Uh, 22 top 100 quarterback Devin Brown, Lane and Levy had a home visit over the weekend, took an official visit to Ole Miss for the Arkansas game. Texas and Ohio State are on him hard. He's a former USC commit. Well, i got to see what's going to happen with Lincoln Riley going out there if he holds his commitment or not. And uh, defensive tackle Yahim Otis, Ole Miss is going to see him this week in Columbia. Uh, the Rebs have some momentum going since he visited twice in the last month to Oxford, but he's still committed to Alabama. They think that Ole Miss is making some progress, though. Before we get to the good, bad, and ugly, uh, off Twitter, Pete Thamel from Yahoo Sports announcing that LSU – is as early as tomorrow naming Notre Dame's Brian Kelly as the school's new head coach. Surprising. That's surprising to me. He's never coached in the South, much less Louisiana. He'll have to learn a new language. A <laughs> total new language. <laughs> they don't speak that in Indiana. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> they don't speak that in, in Indiana. Um, so, and, and as y'all, long, y'all, y'all. As long as I'm not being fooled by a fake Twitter account and other national media now re-putting that out. Yeah. Uh, that is what a uh, longtime college football reporter for Yahoo Sports is putting out. Well, I, you know, and, and what 
is, I don't know, surprising to me. Kelly's bound to know he's their fourth or fifth pick. Sure. Why would you leave Notre Dame to go to LSU if you're their fifth pick? Right. <laughs> their fifth choice, unless they're just piling the cash up. They have to be, and know. then they are. Because Notre Dame doesn't play, pay real good, do they? No, not not to that. What I've heard could be close to double digit million. Oh my god! Right? What's, how absurd is that? Right? Yeah. Uh, so, and to what he has gotten Notre Dame to the four, but then realized, I mean, they got beaten up pretty bad. Yeah. And he's gotten them to this point, and I wish we could play them. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be fun to play them in the Peach Bowl right now in the Peach Bowl. Yeah, take it. All right, good, bad, and ugly, and it's brought to us by our friends at Big Delta. Well, after the thirty-one twenty-one victory and battle for the Golden Egg that gave the Rebels a record-setting ten regular season wins, the idea of a good, bad, and ugly Gary just doesn't <laughs> sit very well because any fool who would say anything bad about these Rebels after that road. Effort needs to be run out of town. Uh, the Egg Bowl, the good was obvious and plentiful. Ole Miss offense played good ball in both halves against a very solid Bulldog defense. Corral got back into the swing of things with his feet, which is a valuable weapon, and there was no sliding or hesitation in this game. It was all guts and glory. Wide receiver Don Terry Drummond, Ontario Drummond was the beneficiary of some great game planning by the offensive coaches to put him in motion, throw him swing passes on the perimeter where most all year all his passes have been over the middle. Super. Mississippi State never adjusted to that. It was a winning, effective strategy, and Ontario executed it perfectly with 14 catches. Jerry and Ely, Snoop, Connor kept the defense honest with big runs. On defense, the Rebel used the old adage of bend but don't break which is a very good uh, strategy against the air raid offense Ole Miss gave up one short field TD and one long drive TD and that was about it Uh, they were led by Sam Williams who turned into a beast on the edge despite being double teamed most of the time this year Uh, DC DJ Durkin and the defensive staff deserve as much credit as can be heaped on them for their improvement from last year to this year, uh, the only black eyes they really had were against Arkansas and Alabama, and one of those was a win. Uh, it says here that the Rebels would not have won 10 games without their improvement. They get equal billing with the offense for sure. And it was good to see, we mentioned earlier, place kicker Kale Nation step up and make all of his kick attempts with freshman place kicker Caden Costa in timeout. Kale missed the first extra point of the year and has been on the bench since. But he entered this pressure-packed game and did his job perfectly. Kudos to you, young man. Without a doubt. Fun, 31-21. Yesterday was the Darby family Thanksgiving at my home. 20 people in attendance. Yeah. 13 Bulldogs, 7 Happy Rebels. <laughs> oh, you were out. And, of course, but... look, four of them are in my house. <laughs> hey, you, you, weren't, you were outnumbered, but you weren't out happy. That, no, no. <laughs> like, one cousin's like, when should we start rubbing it in? And all the – you could see the 13 faces go blank stare. I'm like, that's enough. Let's say grace and eat, right? It's over with. It was done. The, you know you know the great thing? And somebody said this on my message board the other day after the game. He said, you know what hurts them worse? To not say anything. And we didn't. And, and, and they started chirping. It was like, well, this happened and that happened. I'm like, good. Let's break bread. Yeah.
All right, Rhino, thanks for helping us back at the studio. Harry to being on the show. Chuck, glad you made it. Yes, sir. We'll do this again next Monday. Great Arby saying hey, so long. Get yes, well, sir. get well, Gordon. Absolutely. See ya. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.